Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Hiya, pal! We're here to help you bust those social distancing blues with some of our favorite ways to bring the magic of the Disney parks into your home. Plus, travel news, including weird hotels, superheroes invading Disneyland, and the Island of the Dolls. Cue up your favorite ride videos and mix up some Lapu Lapus. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society! Or Crone Drain. Crone Drains, as I'm trying to say. It's going to be a fun episode. All right, guys, well... Yeah, it's, it's been over, a little bit over a week since we've all gone into our caves so that we can be responsible, a little social distance here. And I was just just wondering, before we get started, how are you guys holding up? What year is it? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty alive. good. I'm, take, I'm drinking a lot during the day and during the night, which is different because I used to only drink during the part of the day and the night. <laughs> and I'm going outside a lot. It hasn't been raining, thankfully. That's our problem here. It got really, really cold. Cold and rainy and dreary. Yeah, it was 22 degrees this morning. That adds to the malaise. It's like like (laughs) nature is reflecting what's happening inside my head right now. Nature's (laughs) crying in gray. (laughs) It's so cold. I actually have beat. I I feel like I'm getting outside more than before this all happened because I'm I'm generally a hermit by nature. But now I'm like, well, I've got to go out and walk around the neighborhood at least. So. And it's been pretty nice in Virginia, so... Yeah, I'm walking around the block a couple of times a day and just hanging around outside. We we set up some chairs in the driveway and we're talking to our neighbor in their driveway, which is like eight or nine feet away, like hanging out out there, having a having a driveway beer. So you're officially those old people that sit and wave at cars as they go by? Pretty much, yeah. I am noticing a lot more people out and about uh, mm-hmm. just in the neighborhood getting outside and people being way more friendly from a distance because yeah, I will yeah. kill them if they get close. The weird thing in our neighborhood is that everyone is putting their trampolines in the front yard. It's not, I'm not even joking. That's six We're or not. seven houses that have moved. Are they moving them from the back? Some of them are moving them from the back. Some of them are just bought a trampoline and set it up in the front yard for their kids to burn off their energy. But why not put that in the backyard? Do you live in Crackertown, USA? I didn't think so until the last week. But the greatest thing about that is you could just sit in your window and it's like you have your own live America's Funniest Home videos because sooner or later, (laughs) somebody's going to fall. Yeah, Yeah. you need a a neighborhood Somebody's going to fall and there's going to be bones sticking out and you're going to have to go to the hospital, which is what we're supposed to be trying to avoid. True. Dan, you have 35 kids. How are y'all? <laughs> um, Ken just got them on a, on a regimen on during the week. They're, they're, they're doing their homeschooling and their kids yoga videos and they do a video field trip in the afternoon. So bless her heart. 
And you got yeah. that basement playroom finished just in the nick of time. Well, it was more like, well, now we're stuck inside. You better finish this thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have no choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so, amazing how clean my closets are now. Oh, for mm-hmm. real. I've done that this week. Yeah. Yeah. We're about to hit that point too. I have not yet hit that point. <laughs> I started out there. Cleaned my office. Yeah. Yeah. Our kids are so, not on, are not, don't have any online schooling going on. And our district said they will not be doing that wow. um, <laughs> because there's too high a percentage of kids in our district who don't have access to the internet. So if they did do a required online learning, those kids would not be able to participate and it would just further widen the, the, mm-hmm. uh, income gap there. So, Our school yeah. is just sending out assignments and reading things like that on Google Classroom, but there's mm-hmm. no like actual online classes going on. Yeah, all of yeah. all of our uh, teachers are doing that, but none of it is required. So it's difficult to uh, get the kids <laughs> yeah, interested. And, and it's mostly all review. They, they did go in and take a look and they said this is all just none of it's new. The because they can't was, they can't send out new stuff if if all the kids don't have access. The first mistake was letting the kids know that it wasn't required. Right. Yeah. Snowball. Tell the parents that, not yeah. the kids. Right. <laughs> yeah, you have kids old enough to know what that actually means. Right. All right. Well, uh, I think that means that now it's time for this week's travel news. Brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Uh, I think it's, I think we have to discuss it, guys. Yeah. It's kind of the, the elephant in the room. Uh, so let's, uh, I think the rule is let's have a coronavirus roundup. We'll talk about all the news that we need to talk about and then put that on the shelf. For the next four weeks. <laughs> yes, and, and continue on being the immature goofballs that we are. I, I like yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to change. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no. So, uh, so pretty much everything shut down, huh? Yep. That's, that's the long and the short of it, Dan. Oh. Yeah. I think it started with the cruise lines and then into the theme parks and now all of the hotels and now even locally, at least I think, Pretty much everywhere. Restaurants, everything's closed. Restaurants, bars, and museums. They closed, they've shut down any construction that they were doing on the parks. So I wondered about that. I yeah, they just that. did that, I think, a couple days ago. But it was they were still doing work. They were still painting the castle at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and I guess still working on Epcot. But that's been put to yeah, a Yeah, we were all hoping Probably the castle OSHA would be regs. done by the time that they reopened uh, yeah. at the end of the month. You figure all those guys are wearing gloves and respirators anyway. What's the problem? Right? I'm thinking. Paint that castle. Just do it six <laughs> feet apart. Yeah. Stay to your side, Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my six feet of castle. Yeah, this paint. is really just obviously in my lifetime. And so we, I've just never seen anything remotely like this. Nothing. It's Not even after 9 your head around. Yeah. Yeah. 9-11 was a different thing. People were scared to travel. We all know that traveling is going to be fine shortly. It's just a matter of when and when it gets open and who's going to have money left to do it. Kind of kind of crazy. We're we're adapting day by day by day to the changing uh, landscape here. Yeah. So let's see, Jess, you want to talk about you. uh, 
there's some good that's coming out of this situation from the theme parks closing down. Yeah, obviously there's there's not a lot of uh, other theme park news right now, but um, during the closure, Disney Parks made a uh, announcement that they'd actually be donating all the excess food that they wouldn't be able to sell during the closure to Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida and Orange County. Um, so they're going to be donating dairy, fruit, vegetables, packaged goods, and banquet meals while uh, the resorts are closed. And they've actually, both parks, uh, Disneyland and uh, Walt Disney World, both resorts, uh, have been working with Second Harvest for a long time now, uh, donating anything that they don't usually use in, in the parks and resorts um, to the communities nearby. And I, was awesome. say, I saw a picture yeah. of a truck all painted up that they have obviously been doing it for a while. So Yeah, and then, then, then uh, cast members do volunteer programs through it, and then they've also done a lot of financial donations to the program. So it's really great. They had a you know relationship set up right away and didn't have to waste any time or waste any food. Well, I love that. Yeah. At least there's, yeah, you know, at least some of this is going to go somewhere and, and help people that need it. And, you know, I, I remember I watched a video about it and they were loading up bags of Mickey waffles. And I was like, oh, that's, that's bittersweet to see Mickey waffles, you know? Yeah. And I pulled out my Mickey waffle maker. <laughs> Do you have one of those? Yeah, I do. It's not the so. There's two kinds. There's one that's like kind ours of a Mickey like a waffle pancake maker. maker, right? That's the one. Yeah, I have. Our, and then that's what ours one is like too. Yeah, there's they're one that's like a Mickey Mouse bucks. shaped, but they're not like a. It's not deep enough for a Belgian style mm-hmm. waffle. Yeah, yeah. You can get one that they make exactly like in the parks, but it's like 150 bucks. So. Yeah, and it doesn't it make four of those small Mickey Shut waffles at a time? Yeah, and it's huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> Amazon. There's got to be some way that can be a business expense, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're, we're branding <laughs> well, you can buy. You can get Eggos that are Mickey Mouse shaped now. We do that. What? Yeah, we get those a lot. Yep. Yeah, those are they, Mickey Mouse they're just Eggos with Mickey Mouse ears on them. They're still like normal Eggos. Yeah, it's, it, it tastes the same, but it's shaped like Mickey. Still thin and crappy like a regular Eggo? Correct. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> This this segment is brought to you by the good people at Ego Waffles. <laughs> Jeff just learned about our new sponsor. Oopsie. Walk it back. Walk Enter code gold key at checkout. Ego, because you want your breakfast to be as depressing as your life. Oh. Oh, ouchie. Um. Is there, is, there, is there anything else we really need to cover as far as closures or the current state of things? Everything um, is closed. Stay home for right now. Everything is closed. Currently, um, the, the, the stateside parks are supposed to open at, on April 1st. We haven't heard anything different yet, but things change daily. So it is kind minute. of suspicious that that's April Fool's Day. So yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we won't speculate though. Yeah. No, no. And then the cruise line is uh, mid-April. All the cruise April, lines. Um, April eleventh or twelfth, I think, is the first oh. current like yeah. currently scheduled to leave again. Again. And then uh, ABD canceled all departures through April. Correct. Yep. Resuming in yes. May. Yep. So I think that's abd being adventures by disney oh yes. sorry <laughs> disney. so but the good news is once all those things open up let's let's maybe does does our fearless leadership want to say something about the future of Re- uh, travel? reschedule don't cancel 
That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. Let's have spring break in the summer. That's what we yeah. want to do. Summer is actually a, has been the last several years a soft time for theme park uh, mm-hmm. yeah. crowds. So it, you wouldn't think that. I think everybody thinks that it's busy in the summer. I know it's hot in the summer, so people may avoid that. But they don't do some of the festivals and things during the summer. So people are planning these fall and these spring. Yeah, trips, fall but, is very, very busy. Uh, yeah, mid to late summer is actually a really soft time for the park. So that would be a good time to reschedule any spring break oopsies that you had to move. Yeah, and you'll be so sick of having been stuck inside with your family that you won't <laughs> care how hot it is. We yeah. we actually booked a universal stay for the end of summer this week because, yeah, we're like, okay, they're, they're doing a really great deal right now. And it's like, all right, we, we, we figure things will be back to normal by then. So... That's going to be a perfect time to yeah. get out. Disney is uh, extending some of their uh, room discounts through the end of the summer. So mm-hmm. if you are planning yeah, a spring, spring break trick, trip, trip, spring break trick, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a summer trip. Yeah. yeah. June, but July, August is the time. To the go world for. is going to get back to normal very soon and when it does yep. we're going to be here ready to help you with your travel plans and actually while you have downtime and you're stuck in the house with the kids and whatnot this is actually a great time to contact your travel advisor and start thinking about and looking at and planning together your travel for later in the year because we know it's going to be okay and people will be ready to travel and when mm-hmm. you are we're here to help yeah and if anything has demonstrated the the value of a travel advisor i think it's this our travel advisors have been working morning to night every day helping people reschedule and cancel and get people home who are stuck places and what i think a lot of folks don't understand is that all of these plans that they're rescheduling for people they're doing all of that for for no money Because they're not going to get paid until the trip happens. So when they spend an eight-hour day canceling reservations for people, they've done all that work for free. And but they're doing it. They're helping. They're helping their clients to uh, to reschedule and replan and and cancel and get back their money when they need to. And and they're doing it without complaint. Um, if you know, uh, I don't someone know who's, well, you know, we, we vent to each other, not but they're not, the no, they're not taking it out on their guests. They're, they're doing their jobs. And so if you know a travel advisor, now's a great time to send them a virtual hug, not an actual hug. Yeah. <laughs> send them, yeah, yeah. you know, send them a, send them a little message via email or, or social media that lets them know you're thinking about them and that you appreciate the work they're doing. And when it's time to travel again, the best thing you can do for them is ask them to help you plan your trip. And honestly, yeah, right and now keep- is a great time to be planning uh, future travel because pricing is good right now. The airline tickets are down in price. So if air, you're looking yeah, to book right now, it's a great, great time to go ahead and plan for in the future when we know things will be okay. And also keep in mind that we're not just here for planning um you know, Disney or Universal or cruises, a travel planner can help you with anything at all. Even if it's just you're going, you know, out of town uh, for the weekend and need a hotel next date over or something. 
they can book the hotel room for you, take care of all that hassle, and uh, anywhere in the world out of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and I, I have a helps. feeling there's going to be some great, great deals on oh, trips yeah. for <laughs> the latter part of this year. And I know I'm ready to get out of this house and out of this city. So I think all of you will be too. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take it a little bit lighter, and I've got. A very weird hotel for you guys. You ready for this? Oh, yes. Have you ever heard of the Sun Cruise Resort and Yacht? Uncruise? Sun oh, Cruise. Sun Cruise. Sun Cruise. Mm, yes. No, but I'm intrigued. It's it's is, one of the best parts is about this. Is this where I'm you get do to... perineum sunning? <laughs> I was going to say, so this is an evening cruise. <laughs> yeah. you're telling I've, me. I've, Heather, I've tried that, but it taint my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Twasn't either. Did you burn your butt? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was a little cheeky. Oh. oh, is it out of our system? What is it really, man? <laughs> well, all right. This is a this is a resort hotel in South Korea, specifically in. <clears throat> here we go. Let me warm up my vocal cords here. Get that <laughs> in Zhongdongjin. Longdongjin. <laughs> That's the kind Zhong, of gin I drink. Jong Jiangdong Jin and and Jiangdong Jin. <laughs> I I I found the shortened version of the uh, address because the the long one would have taken most of this episode. Uh it's in South Korea. And um it is a hotel building up on a cliff overlooking the sea. Uh and the building is built in the shape of a Royal Caribbean Sovereign Class cruise ship. That huh. looks cool. That's yeah, cool. it's like it's like uh, somebody took a wrong turn at Pyongyang and <laughs> ran the crowd ran on the this cruise cliff. ship up on the, <laughs> yeah. On the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, a new one. The Asians usually like to make things in different fun shapes. Yeah, it looks. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's. I don't know what else to say other than it is a full <laughs> cruise ship on top of a cliff. Cool. Oh, um, my goodness. The views out here are amazing. Uh, yeah. Wow. yeah. They have a sky views. lounge that's like uh, 360 degree views out over the water. Wow. Gorgeous. It's also yeah, overlooking it's... a pirate ship that's on a smaller cliff below. <laughs> really? Yeah. I just yeah, saw a picture where there's that picture. Yet. Yeah. There, it, it cycles through on the main page. There's. Oh, well, maybe it was just an actual ship docked in the water. Never mind. Sorry. It was <laughs> it the pirates. There, there are me pirates. <laughs> it, it, I think it was an old, like, pirate ship, but... Well, I hope it's a pirate-themed something and not just... We've just witnessed <laughs> the end pirate of the season. A resurgence of pirates. <laughs> I'm the hotel now. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that is... Yeah, the pirate ship is part of the part of the complex. I just saw it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the hotel has 211 rooms. Uh, including typical hotel guest rooms. And also they have uh, what they call condos, but they're like apartments. So you can live there full time. Um, They've got some pretty awesome suites. There are six restaurants serving Korean and European food. Mm. And then that sky lounge up top is a rotating bar on the very top floor. It's like the, I don't know what you call that round tower on the, on the cruise ship, but rotating bar Um, sporting facilities include, uh, Driving range, volleyball court, and a fitness club. Uh, well, I'm sold. Right I want to go to there. Yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, and then also, if you uh, don't want to go all the way to Korea, in 2003, the Titanic Hotel <laughs> opened in Turkey, and it's what? a similar cruise ship-themed hotel mm-hmm. in, in About Turkey. About at so. the midway point of your stay, though, it sinks. Yeah. 
In Turkey, you said? Yes, in Turkey. Of, of course. course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why wouldn't it make perfect sense? Know, Titanic. Because there's strong ties. Nowhere to near the, uh, anywhere the Titanic ever went. <laughs> it's the Turkanic. <laughs> oh. huh? Waka waka. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> okay. Just is going to tell us all about uh, something Universal. exciting, a little present that Universal Orlando is giving for us to make us feel a little bit better in these times. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, planning for future trips, uh, Universal Orlando Resort has made that a little bit easier with opening the pricing and booking for 2021 early. So this is uh, usually about summer is when the theme parks, Universal and Disney, release Mm -hmm. their packages for the next year. Um, But with everything going on, Universal wants you to get that ball rolling. So you can now book through 2021. Um which is pretty exciting because I'm thinking that, you know, Universal keeps these things pretty close to the vest, but I'm thinking that we're going to hopefully see the finish of the Jurassic Park overhaul and the new Velocicoaster mm-hmm. yep. at least somewhere in 2020, maybe beginning of 2021. So can we just skip time. 2020 and go right to 2021? I'm, yes, I'm all for that. I, I've lost track of what day it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't okay like, with that. Yeah. I don't like 2020 anymore. It's not yeah, my friend. Like January of 2020, I was like, man, this is our year. All this stuff is happening. Everything's <laughs> going to be great. And then just. <laughs> and now you're wiping your butt with coffee filters. That's right. And we I wish even I had have... a coffee filter. You should see my shower curtain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't drink the oh, coffee, though. Oh, God. <laughs> we've, don't. we've redecorated the bathroom. Uh, are you going <laughs> with a tones. nice shade of coffee of chocolate brown? <laughs> yes. All earth tones. <laughs> Now that's 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 kind of cool that they're releasing the pricing so early. People can get started on something and have actual dates and pricing to be able to move something. Yeah, it's like a like a three month bonus you just got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're like me, I'm, nice I'm always planning trips years down the road. So I was like, great, that makes it easier for me to figure out the next time I'm down there. Yep. And if you have a bonus lasting longer than three months, you should consult a physician. <laughs> Ask your doctor if it's right for you. <laughs> we call that priapism. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that means it's time. That means it's time to take a walk through the Atlas Obscura. I need a random number uh, zero through four from Jeff. Two. I gave you the short list. Two. Jess, uh, zero through nine. Six. Two, six. Heather. Three. Zero through nine. Two, six. Three. I knew you'd go three. <laughs> How did you know? I didn't. Two, six, three. Let's see. What continent are we in? I'm, I'm going past, past Australia. We're in Canada. 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 Oh, Canada. Our uh, home and native land. All right. Ooh, these are some <laughs> weird looking buildings. I'm going to have to put some links up here. Um, <clears throat> Spaceship architecture of the Arctic in the Canadian Arctic. What? High winds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's spaceship Earth. Yeah. It's like spaceship yeah. <laughs> Earth in in the the Canadian Arctic. Looks like a yeah. putt putt golf course I used to go to in Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> the, the center building was a round spaceship that had an arcade in it, and then the putt putt course was all around you. Pretty amazing. <laughs> um, uh, so these buildings are all in the subarctic uh, area of Canada. Uh, the 
The winds and also difficulty of transporting building materials make it challenging for the architects of Nunavut on Devon Island. Uh, So they've got there's they've got some of those uh, geodesic domes. Ah, yes. Ooh, that's an early warning radar site to warn us of attacks from the Soviets. (laughs) Uh, Wow, I was was hoping it was going to warn of snow, and it's just going off. Soviets. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like this Research is not a lab. new facility. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it might what, be a little What edition bit. of that book do you have? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this cool... Uh, Wolverine! Igloo. <laughs> <laughs> igloo Cathedral that... Uh, An Igloo Cathedral? Yeah, it looks like just like the onion top of like... Like the cathedral in uh, oh, like Russian buildings, oh. yeah, like Russian buildings, but yeah, sits low to the ground. And then there's this big, weird yellow that's that yellow building is the airport, they call it the Yellow Submarine Airport. What was the purpose of this facility? The Onion Dome is very appealing, well, because <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of layers to it. <laughs> Let's peel them back now. Um, they needed they needed to experiment with uh, with uh, building materials that would withstand the weather and that people could live in and that would be easy to transport. So, so they made a bunch of random weird buildings. Yeah, it looks. See it, what it works. looks like the homes of tomorrow. Like the, <laughs> yeah, it looks like the architecture that's in like uh, Horizons or oh yeah. yeah any of like Epcot type shows. The, the so, geodesic uh, dome is very They always used to have that at the world's fairs. It was always the home of the future. And it was, there were always domes and things like that. So the wind could shoot over mm-hmm. them and they would just blend yeah. naturally into the earth. And everything was white concrete hmm. for the, yeah. Oh, yeah. the old, oldie times future. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out that nobody wants to live in a home like right. that. Right. I have an <laughs> uncle who built a geodesic dome for his home in Southern Illinois. Really? Yeah. What? He built it himself, and instead of regular plumbing, he put in drop toilets in the house. Drop inside. That's toilet. So you have to crouch. Meaning, meaning it it looked like a regular toilet, but essentially it was an outhouse because it just was a pit that went under the house. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, in his house. Mm-mm. It was gross. But how? Then what? Did he have chemicals for odor? It was basically uh... kind of like a. It was a septic system. It dropped mm. into a, a septic tank, but you weren't flushing mm. it. There was no water. Nice open canal septic system. Yes, underneath the house. Anybody who's ever had Venice in the summer. Yeah, right. Anybody who's anybody who's ever had kids has had said kids put something in the toilet. Mm-hmm. So that's that scares. Yeah, and you know me. what? <laughs> you would have to go down in this in the tank and fish no, that out. No, no that iPad would be gone. That would be <laughs> yes, would. that would be the Earth's iPad now. Yeah, that, yeah but that's better than yeah, the kid putting like itself in like having an outhouse inside your house. You went into the bathroom. I mean, they had they had other plumbing. Obviously, they had sinks and 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 things like that to wash our hands and in the kitchen. But the toilets, no water, just a. Just a pit toilet in in the house. <laughs> it's gross. Hmm. Eco friendly. Yeah. In six it was months. A, it was very in six months, it's going to look luxurious. <laughs> <laughs> and toilet paper too. Where does that go? You had to get the kind that's okay for a, a septic like system. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just down there decomposing with everything else. And he dumped chemicals in it so that it wouldn't smell. But mm. I feel like I'd rather just have plumbing. Honestly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
I don't want it one section of my house to smell like a racetrack. Like I don't need. Smells like a monorail. Yes. Yes. Oh. gross. I miss that smell. <laughs> I've got a bonus location for you guys. Uh, this one's in Mexico City, uh, the Island of the Dolls. Oh Ooh. no! That yeah, sounds. You get on I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Tell me no, more. No, no. Uh, so take a gondola ride uh, along Tashuilo Lake <laughs> to La Isla de las Muñecas. Nailed it. We'll see two. <laughs> Two giant teddy bears sitting what? entry on the shore. Beyond them are the main attraction. Hundreds of dirt-encrusted dolls nailed to trees, strung along wires, and pinned to a dilapidated wooden shack. What? Yes. Some of the dolls are missing limbs. Others have spider webs forming in their eye sockets. Mm, no. I need to go there with my camera. This sounds amazing. <laughs> it does. Uh, their faces have been bleached and discolored by the sun, and their hair is stringy and matted. Uh, they're Clothes are gradually rotting away, and most are attached by their necks, their heads sagging forward, giving them the appearance of having been hanged. So Sounds this like is the island after of quarantine. nightmares. <laughs> you might ask what these dolls are doing there. No. Um, <laughs> the dolls began appearing on the island in the 50s when a man named Don Julian Santana Barrera, Don Julio. who was... <laughs> who was ostracized from his hometown for his odd religious beliefs, left his wife and children and moved there to live in isolation. Local legend told of a girl who had drowned in the lake. Uh, he became obsessed with her and was convinced that her ghost was haunting the island. So to appease her and to protect himself from any other evil spirits lurking in the lake, he began collecting dolls from the trash and arranging them into makeshift memorials. Wow. I figured that's what next- it was. <laughs> <laughs> that old it's the same old story. <laughs> it's a tale as old as time, really. <laughs> Over the next 50 years, he collected hundreds of plastic children uh, <laughs> no. Please never say that phrase again. The Gold Key Adventurer no. Society. We'll get. We'll bring you up when you're feeling low. <laughs> Brought to you by Plastic Children. <laughs> Got to catch them all. <laughs> Why did you kill me? Uh, he traded produce from his garden for the dolls that he hung all over the place. <laughs> he bartered for these dolls. <laughs> these people's trash. Yeah, he uh, offered a donut yeah. and something else. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> um, when he was 80, uh, he claimed that mermaids in the canal were calling to him and he was found lifeless face down in the canal. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Tell me he's now tacked to one of these trees. <laughs> because he went to try to join the mermaids. Um, uh, though the troubled man behind the dolls is gone, his unsettling creations live on. Uh, they keep the private island open to visitors, many of whom bring dolls of their own as tributes oh, to the girls no. of the lake. Oh, and that hey, man's name just... was Mr. Fisher Price. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don Julio Fisher Price. Don Julio Fisher. So, does it say what his religion was? They said he was ostracized for his weird religious beliefs. Orthodox just, crazy? Nope. <laughs> said. Exactly. Just odd religious beliefs. Yeah. So, uh, wow. That de- detailed instructions for how to get to the lake, uh, including which which tram stop to get off at. If anyone's interested, contact a key to the world travel, uh, travel advisor, and we'll hook you up with the Island hey. of the Dolls. We've planned Next some, stop, some weird crazy trips. doll Island. Why not? <laughs> wow. I really, really want to go there now. Me too. Yeah. The, like you said, the, the, the photography, uh, oh, yeah. opportunities would probably be pretty, pretty wicked. 
Whew. I'm going to contact Key to the World Travel, my key to a really freaky vacation. <laughs> yeah. I could that's get right. so many heavy We're metal totally covers out of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <That's> right. <laughs> um, Jess, you got some more uh, good theme parks news uh, over over in Disneyland, right? Yeah. Uh, a little while ago, we, we missed talking about it last week because of our pause, but... Um, Right before all the craziness went down, Disneyland announced that Avengers Campus will be opening at Disney California Adventure on July 18th. So that and with that came um, a lot more of the details of what we can expect. So the main attraction that's going to be opening with the land is going to be called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure because it's got to be a full sentence. And uh, this is going to be an attraction that... um, basically combines uh, projection mapping effects and screens with um, 3D technology, as well as this new patent they have that is based around gesture technology, where they have cameras facing the guests on the ride, and the cameras pick up certain gestures that you make and translate those into images that you'll see on the screen in front of you in the ride. So that means when you reach out to make your your web shootout, you don't have to have anything on your hand. You're going to see a web shooter on your hand and a web will shoot out where you aim it. Sounds kind of like the, like Microsoft connect or the Mm -hmm. other, that sort of thing. Yeah. So they, they, they had the patent for this had, had leaked out a couple years ago. I remember seeing it and it was all about basically tracking all the way down to where your eyes are looking so that Mm -hmm. you're not just shooting randomly. It knows where you're trying to shoot and then therefore we'll do that. Yeah. I remember people speculating that that was going to be something for a star Wars attraction where you would try to use lightsabers to hit laser swords. Yes, I, bet we'll still, I bet we'll still see that in the galactic star. That'll be in the hotel. Yeah. yeah. I was just oh yeah. Say that. Yeah. They've released some concept art where they show you doing lightsaber training against the, yeah. Um, the little some kind of AI thing. There. Yeah. The yeah. little uh, training droid that Luke put down the, the, sh- the blast shield on his helmet and trained against that little, little droid thingy drone. Yeah. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> It shoots laser blasts at laser little laser guy is I think the technical term. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it in Star Wars official yeah. canon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but of course, because you know, there's got to be a really cool piece of merchandise to go with things. Of course, uh, in the ride, you'll be helping Spider-Man contain what he's created called Spider Bots, and they, of course, and oh, any good yes, ride, something goes wrong, yeah. and the Spider Bots get out of control. Um, and of course, after the ride, you'll be able to purchase your own remote controlled spider bot. Um, awesome. Does look so cool. Yeah, they look really neat. I don't know if this is going to be exactly like the Droid Depot where you can customize it completely, but they are going to have ways where you can make your spider bot look more like Black Panther, um, Black Widow, Ant Man. Mm-hmm. So, themes. I want that one you that looks like on. Black Widow. <laughs> it's a Scarlett Johansson mod. You know? Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> along with that, uh, there's going to be a uh, Doctor Strange Sanctum area where Ooh. you'll be putting on a magic oh. show, basically. Is Doctor Strange going to be in the Sanctum? He will be yes. appearing in the Sanctum and teaching new recruits on how to use the mystic arts. Will so. it be Benedict Cumberbatch? Uh, it will no. not. It'll be if you ordered Benedict Cumberbatch from Wish. It'll be his, oh, no. his little brother, Skippy Cumberbatch. <laughs> Skippy Cumberbatch. I can do magic too. <laughs> um, uh, 
Sorry. This is not what I ordered. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and to go along with that, there's going to be also a new um, dining venue, the Pim Test Kitchen, where you'll be able to get over and undersized versions of popular food items. <laughs> such Who as... would ever order the undersized right? version? Well, yeah, that's, Jeff, I know. You love it's, tiny it's things. It's weird what they've done. Like One of the things they've done is you're getting a chicken sandwich where they have made the chicken patty giant, but the bun is tiny. What? Okay, I do want that because I'm cutting my carbs. Right. <laughs> it's, it's for the for the carb watchers. And then, of course, you can get like a giant pretzel. But the cool thing is in the concept art, you watch them on an overhead conveyor belt start out as little pretzels oh. that then pass through a special chamber that then <gasps> giant. Okay, that's them. cool. And every, right. everything comes like with the in, little uh... disc that Ant-Man used in the movies that he would throw at things to change their size. Uh-huh. Each item will have a little plastic version stuck into it. So, uh-huh. oh. cool. yeah, so a little nice little souvenir that'll come along with it. And, uh, yep, so then, then they're going like to add a choking in... hazard. It kind of yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It looks like it's pretty big. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't know how much I can get in my mouth. <laughs> I'm Jess. so happy I'm recording. I'm so happy I'm recording that video, there. Jess. Unhinge my jaw like a snake. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> Moving on. I know. Uh, um, so yeah, to go along with this, this will uh, also include pro- the one of the largest uh, gathering of Marvel characters in one place. There's going to be Spider-Man. Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp will be joining, which is actually the first time they'll be in a park. Um, mm. So they'll be joining oh, yeah. together for cool. meet and greets. And they're going to apparently be wandering around the land, doing stuff at all times, interacting with guests. So doing instead stuff. of, yeah, as, as I, one thing I, I've, I've said about Galaxy's Edge that I was sad about is that there aren't enough characters mm-hmm. walking around. Yeah. So it sounds like this will be once in a while you get a Kylo Ren stormtrooper. Yeah. Ray, Ray you have to pay those characters. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have to pay these too, but you know. yep. <laughs> and uh, it, the e-ticket attraction that will be coming to the land, which is going to be the Avengers Quinjet experience. Oh, I will can't not, wait for this. Yeah, it will not unfortunately be opening with the rest of the land. It's going to be a lot like Galaxy's Edge. Uh, we don't know when, but we're assuming probably six months, most likely later. Um, and hopefully... This land does open on July 18th, but as we, all crossed. Know, as we all know, it's tentative. So, yeah. This is the crazy part that, like, we now live in a day and an age where that Spider Man ride is not an, is not, it's not the, the is not the e ticket ride. Yeah, because yeah. that sounds yeah. amazing enough. Yeah. 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 And same with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Like, Millennium Falcon is kind of awesome. It is. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I'll wait for the next one. But then you put it up against Rise <laughs> of the Resistance, and people are like, Meh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the wait time just dropped for that. Yeah. We're yeah. so spoiled now. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't wait for this. So super excited. Yeah, that yeah, sounds, sounds pretty awesome. Uh, Jess, how about you tell us about a theme park that you might be a little less excited to visit? <laughs> so yeah, this is a I, I, it, I've seen it called a theme park a few times. It seems more just like a nightmare park, is what I <laughs> pretty much referred to it. Uh, so the Hapar Villa in Singapore. Now, see, you pick something easy to pronounce. That's what you do, Dan. Mm-hmm. Don't pick any of the weird ones. Uh, this is a theme park basically full of dioramas depicting Chinese mythology. Oh. Um, it's It started out, uh, it was actually created by the heirs to the Tiger Bomb fortune. You know, the stuff that you mm-hmm. put on for your headache. Mm-hmm. Um, it was started in 1937, and it was originally called Tiger Bomb Gardens. 
which is not very, you know, creative, not very but, creative. Um, but what it's most famous for is it's full of dioramas depicting uh, things like the Ten Courts of Hell from Chinese oh. folklore. Fun. Um, yeah. So this is a <laughs> if you, if, yeah. What's what's really interesting is that in my research for this, a lot of times it's referenced as a really common place where parents will take their children to teach them about mythology. But then you look at the photos of these dioramas. These are very graphic and vivid statues depicting, you know, eviscerations. And oh, like that. It's, no. it's, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, to take kids got to learn that stuff sometimes, you know, well, it, right. it includes things like a tax evader getting whacked with a mallet. For evading taxes. Mm. Um, there's an executioner who's about to take out a student for cheating on a test. Um, oh. oh, wow. Yeah. All so the it's, family favorites. You know. <laughs> All in a country where you can get caned. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how you really There's an upcharge the for that, yeah. though, Heather. Yeah, oh, that's, right. That's part of their special festival that they have in the fall. You know? <laughs> yes. We and, have but, food and wine. They have right. to cane your feet. Yes. They do have a VIP tour. It's called the Journeys to Hell, Death and the Afterlife in Ha Par Villa Tour. <laughs> and that one will give you... Wait, the, wait, 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 wait. They'll lead you wait, through. Wait, wait, What's up? Uh, how... How much would each of you pay for that tour? Uh, <laughs> What's that worth to you, yeah. American dollars? Zero dollars. No? Oh. Well, the good news is is that the park itself is free to the public. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, then, yeah. All right. So I'll That's throw a education. a VIP tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I would love for them to have one of those, you know, extra VIP tours like Disney has where you can, you know, recreate your own scenes from hell for other guests. <laughs> that would be great, you know, participate. Why is there not a Hellraiser theme park? Hmm. There is. It's called Six Flags Over Georgia. Oh! (laughs) Stay down, Six Flags Over Georgia. That's where I grew up. I can do it. This next segment is brought to you by the good people at Six Flags Over Georgia. It's been a while since we've alienated any of our uh, audience. All the Six Flags employees are now angry. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Well, one of us is still employed, so. (laughs) Shows you. Uh, Too soon. (laughs) Okay, well, stick around, because after the commercial break, we'll be talking about how we're turning lemons into lemonade and turning our social distancing into a Disney staycation. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. 
That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. You okay, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) You guys broke Dan. Uh Uh-oh. He broke. He did. This is the largest group of people outside of my family that I've interacted with. That's kind of nice. I was trying to make friends with a lady at the grocery store this morning, and she's like, please, sir, just go away. She's like, sir, put your pants back on and leave. (laughs) Like, so, what kind of sanitizer are you using there? No, yeah. Clorox, good stuff, yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a Lysol man myself, but yeah. yeah. Let me show you. I stopped in the store yesterday, and most people were just shopping like normal. I didn't see any people hoarding, except for the one guy who had a cart full of vinegar. Mm. Like gallons and gallons and gallons of vinegar. What are you doing with that, sir? Easter. Well, you're out out of Clorox, you're out of Lysol. I guess you just mix vinegar and water and clean with that. That does not That's what Pinterest has been telling us for years. No, according to Pinterest, that's all you need. Hmm. I mean, it's a good grease breaker and it's good for general cleaning, but it does not help with sanitizing. No. And also, your house now smells like vinegar. <laughs> Maybe he's making a big old batch of Mama's special pickles. <laughs> <laughs> or Easter eggs. He's got a lot he's got of Easter eggs to die. <laughs> Get to pickling. <laughs> Get to pickling. <laughs> I'm making shirts. <laughs> so, we pickling or what? <laughs> what, what, you, what you gonna pickle there, mister? <laughs> well, just about uh, darn near anything you like. What you gonna do with all that there vinegar? <laughs> I, I pickle a cucumber, I pickle a carrot, I pickle an onion, I pickle a I'll pig's feet. I'll pickle a cigarette, but I don't care. <laughs> that sounds delightful. <sighs> In a world. Okay. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here, age relives fond memories of the past, and here, youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration for all the world. Damn it. <laughs> to all the world. <laughs> is, is that how he ended it? <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> Get out of my way, Snow White. <laughs> Where's my cigarette? Where's my pickled cigarettes? <laughs> <sighs> all right, guys. Uncle Walt's pickled, pickled cigarettes. That's the That's t-shirt. That's the t-shirt right there. <laughs> Kids oh. love them. <laughs> Heinz style logo on a charm. This is happening. <laughs> and we have an episode title. <laughs> we did good work, guys. We're not going to do any better than that. <laughs> You want to try that again, Dan? <laughs> yeah, Dan's oh. part was great. <laughs> it's all dance. Hey, it just fell off a cliff after that. Yes. <laughs> all right. Look, folks, we have a lot of fun around here, but seriously now. <laughs> we know it's tough out there. News is scary. The kids are suddenly home and up in your business all day long. Maybe you had to cancel a spring break trip to the parks or that cruise that you've been looking forward to. 
We want to share some of our favorite ways to bring our happy place home to help you brighten up your house and pass the time while we're all staying safe and healthy. And it occurred to me that we're kind of especially well prepared for this kind of topic. And it's almost, we need to figure out a way to turn it into a side gig because we're always telling the travel planners that keep the world travel that one of the best ways to uh, sell yourself as an expert is to be living that Disney life 24 seven. That's right. So, uh, so now we need to monetize that uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, we in our to. new geek economy. <laughs> yeah. Hold yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, last week's, last week's episode, we, uh, we shared an episode for the Lapu Lapu available at, uh, uh, at, uh, Ohana at the Polynesian. Actually, it's at the Tambu Lounge, isn't it? It's at both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. At, at, at the Polynesian Village or at Resort. Kona um, Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, did any of you guys partake in that or did any of you guys, uh, have any of you guys been, uh, working out any recipes for any other, uh, Disney themed adult beverages? Yeah. I, I think have not we got made a few. that one because I haven't had a pineapple and I feel like it's criminal not to drink that one out of a pineapple. Yeah. It is a little sad when it's not in a mm-hmm. pineapple. Yeah. I tried to drink it out of a pear and it's just not the same. <laughs> it doesn't quite go over as well. <laughs> the payload, like the payload is way too small. <laughs> I did find some uh, cool recipes for a couple of uh, Disney Cruise Line beverages that I'm missing out on because I may not be able to take a cruise for a minute. But one of them is the ever-popular Conk Cooler, which Mm, is out on Castaway Key. It's delicious. It's really easy to make at home. You need a blender, so it's a yummy, frothy blender drink. Uh, Mm. It's a half an ounce of dark rum, one ounce... I'm sorry, three quarters of an ounce of light rum, or one ounce if I make it, (laughs) one ounce of passion fruit juice, and one ounce of pina colada mix, and one ounce of OJ. And you put all that in the blender. You don't add ice. It's not a frozen drink, but you you blend it till it's super frothy. Mm. And then I like to add a little bit of fire on top. Put that heat on there with just a float of more dark rum. This one is going to be hot, my friend. That's right. I learned that from the bartender out on the Heads Up Bar at, out on the pier at a what is that? At Pelican Point. Yeah. Pelican Point, yeah. Pelican Point. The guy handed me uh, on Castaway our, Key our drinks and said, "This one's going to be a little hot, my friend." <laughs> and, and I it noticed was. he had a wide stance. And Jeff immediately it, fell in, <laughs> fell in love. <laughs> yeah, it was really. It's good with that that rum float on top. The dark rum really gives mm, a little extra that panache. Good. Have you guys ever been up to the uh, Top of the World Lounge at Bay Lake Tower? Yes. Mm. They have a drink called the Monorail Purple. That's pretty good. And it's really easy to make. You need one and one quarter ounces of brandy, two ounces of sparkling wine, and four ounces of grape juice. And you just Mm. mix them all together and serve them in a tall glass. With ice. Mm. Yes. It's really good, and too. And it's purple, like monorail purple. Mm-hmm. Get it? Mm. Oh, that's where they got the name. Yeah. They have yeah, a so few far, monorail drinks up there that they rotate through. So far, my uh, Disney experience at home is basically about drinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured we'd get that out of the way up right? at the top of the episode. Well, I've got one that's uh, actually good for everyone in the family because there's no alcohol in it. Oh. Um, my favorite oh. snack in all of Walt Disney World that I am very sad is 
not being served currently is the peanut butter and jelly milkshake from mm. 50s Primetime Cafe. Oh, yum. That yum thing is, is so good, good that I haven't actually eaten at 50s Primetime in years, but you can go and order it from the bar next door, mm-hmm. the tune-in lounge. That so tune-in I will stop lounge in there. Is fun. I like it. Yeah. Um, and that one, I mean, it's super easy to make at home. It's basically two tablespoons peanut butter, two tablespoons grape jelly, two cups of vanilla ice cream, and a quarter cup of milk. But it's oh, just, that is it, tastes, it tastes so good. I mean, I have just all of those things. It. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I got to get ice cream. <laughs> that sounds but, good. Yeah, it's yeah. delicious. And yeah, kids love it, obviously, because it tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that shake. Make me one. I'm, think, I'm thinking about uh, the ice cream shop at the end of our street sells Dole Whip, and they're open already, despite it being twenty some degrees. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about thinking about taking some of my own pineapple juice down the road and asking them to make me a float. Yes. Oh, yeah, just get you a, a cup to go float. and drop it in there. Add a you little, know what's uh, really good on a Dole Whip float? Dark rum. Yes, I was going to say <laughs> coconut rum, but the dark rum. Will yeah, work yeah, too. they do both of those. Uh, one of those is that. Flower and Garden that they used to have. Mm-hmm. Epcot, right? Yep. Co- you could choose either coconut or that they used to have. Ouch. <laughs> Too soon, Jeff. <laughs> uh, you could pick either the dark rum or the coconut rum. I like the coconut because it makes it feel even more tropical. Mm-hmm. I like the dark rum because it has the full amount of alcohol in the normal rum. <laughs> yeah. That is and a, it doesn't smell like old ladies' tanning lotion. Malibu is like half the alcohol of lighter dark rum it's like the mm-hmm. wine coolers of rum do you, either of you guys have a robot lady assistant yes whose name is similar to alex mm-hmm. yes. i can't say her name right now because she's sitting right next to me but if you ask her and say <laughs> her name ask d park to play background music you'll get a great uh running playlist of all the background uh, sounds from all the Disney parks. So it might be the ride through sound effects mm. of, of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I've heard that I've heard like uh, they did a whole tour of country after country after country of the soundtracks in world showcase. So I was in Morocco for oh, like an nice. hour and 15 minutes yesterday. It was really cool. I love those atmo- atmospheric sounds, those sort of, yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, it's got the announcements the from rides. It's got the little monorail, uh, steer clear of the doors announcements, all that stuff. You can play all that music while you're making your Disney themed adult beverages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another uh, playlist that you can get on there. And it's on, I think it's also on Spotify and others, but it's called the Tiki 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 Room. Oh, and I it's like just, that. it's the songs from there as well as other tiki and other Polynesian kind of sounds. So if you're drinking some rum drinks and trying to liven up your day, those are both really good options. I have another album that I really like. It's um, a park. It's an official Disney release. Um, it's they have a whole line, the Legacy Collection mm-hmm. of uh, albums for different movies and stuff. But they have one for Disneyland that's really good because it starts off with Walt's opening day announcement, um, but then it takes you through the lands in the park. Cool. And plays that plays great. a little bit from Main Street USA, and then. Puts you on a tour of Fantasyland and it plays all of the music from all the dark rides there, Pirates, Honda Mansion, and it goes over to DCA. It's, it's two CDs worth of stuff. But one of the cool things is when you're in the rides like Pirates, it does the full the full like chorus of the song in front of each group of pirates. So instead of just hearing a little snippet as you float oh, by, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. you hear the okay. entire section. So it's long. Yeah, I may mean, you know, have it's, ever, it's extra long, never actually but heard that in their entirety. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really cool on Haunted Mansion too, because all of those ghosts in the graveyard at the end, mm-hmm. they all have their own special voices. Right. So you can hear oh, that's what cool. each section in the graveyard sounds like. It's really cool. So I, I love that album. I played that all the time. I played yes. it in my crane at work. <laughs> and if, you know, if the guys at work knew that I'm sitting there rocking out to the soundtrack for the Winnie the Pooh ride, <laughs> I'd never hear the end of it. You would never hear the end of that. Yeah. There's some days that that's just what I need, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That sounds really cool. Is that like a still available? thing you can get on Amazon or something? Uh, yeah, you, it's available on Amazon Music. It's available on Spotify. Um, What's it called? Uh, the uh, Legacy, Disney Records Legacy Edition Disneyland. I'm getting that. If you just search cool. for Disneyland, there's a Disney World album too that's kind of similar, but I, I, I prefer the Disneyland tracks. It's the classic there. stuff. What I really love is on Spotify, they they have a lot of the official releases of like Parks Collection songs mm-hmm. that you can you can listen to. But a lot of the songs that they have used over the years, they don't have the rights to anymore, so they can't really release them. Um, so there are a lot of, of fans, super fans out there who have put together playlists of specific parks and specific eras where it's every song that they actually played. So like if you look up some of the classic Epcot Center ones, oh. they have all the Yanni songs and John Tesh <laughs> songs that they can't use anymore. John and yeah, Tesh. like I had no idea that all these songs that have been stuck in my head since I was a little kid in the eighties were from Yanni and John Tesh. But like I hear them again and I was like, oh, apparently I've been a Yanni fan since I was a little kid. Oh, that's <laughs> Yanni. Yeah. There's a lot of Yanni songs in Epcot. Playlist yeah, yeah Yanni and John Tesh sound almost exactly the same. And they both had the luxurious heads of hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look like hollow notes if you put them together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should go out on tour as yeah. Yanni and Tesh. Yanni and Tesh. <laughs> Yanni and Tesh and Hall and Oates. <laughs> yeah. Think of that super group. Oh, my mind on. would be blown. <laughs> Give us a call. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We can get you there. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Yeah, TM, TM. <laughs> um, what are some other foods that you're missing? I bet we could find <clears throat> the recipes for them and put them up on our Facebook page. I think there's a recipe yeah, for school bread out there, right, from mm-hmm. Norway? Yeah. Which I only recently fell in love with. I remember Heather and I got one one time and we were underwhelmed. But yes. I, I th- we just weren't in the mood, but I tried it again maybe a year ago and I love it now. I get one every time. Huh. I really miss the the dumplings and the noodles from Ohana. I don't eat at Ohana a lot, but those two things are so so good. You can get the dumplings out on the uh, down at Trader Sam's or out on the patio at Trader Sam's, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the recipe for both of those is out there somewhere. So I'm going to look for that. We've made the noodles at page. home. Yeah, make them at home. You can. You can yeah. Um, you may people may not know you can you can ask for recipes mm-hmm. at the restaurants and they'll give you a card yep. um if you do a little searching we've we've put on almost a complete ohana meat meat fest dinner nice uh, yeah why come around times. with meat on a stick yes you can carve up. <laughs> yeah. um yeah we we get, we did uh the noodles there's it's all super easy to make we made the noodles the broccoli the salad um the and salad. The you made the salad. salad for a meat the, 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 the dressing is good. But then we made all of the skewer meats with all of the various marinades mm-hmm. that they're cooked in. Yeah, I love that uh, you can just ask. I was last week I was in Enchanted Rose, no, the new bar at the Grand Floridian, which is just gorgeous. And I love what they've done there. And I was having a drink called the Bitter Beauty. And I really liked it. So I asked them for the, yeah, I asked them for the recipe because it had um, Hendrix, 
and Saint Germain and Campari and a little bit of Aperol. It was it was Ooh. really good. And I, I told him I'd love the recipe. Aperol? Yes, that's Aren't the bitter exactly in the, the bitter same? beauty. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. And I just said, I love this drink. Can I have the recipe? And the bartender wrote it down and now I have it. And what is Saint Germain? That's elderflower liqueur. Jeff. <laughs> Saint Germain. Saint Germain. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Saint, Saint Germain of Jackson. Correct. <laughs> it's from Nantes, France. <laughs> that, was um, good. that was good. Uh, yeah. Any other uh, recipes or food that you've tried at home? Outside of the excellent Eggo waffles. <laughs> yes, so good. I mean, the Mickey bars <laughs> that you can get in the store are mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Those are really good. Are they still yeah. out? I haven't seen them in my yes. local grocer's freezer lately. I've only been, been able to find them at Target. No, yeah. Meyer has them. Yeah, I have them at Publix. Them There's another. Yeah, we find them at Meyer, and they also they've expanded to have the ice cream sandwiches. Mm. Also, what? Yes. Really? Yeah. 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 And they have a blondie version of the ice cream sandwich. That's uh, isn't it the Millennium that's Falcon? That's the one I like. Stop it. Oh, I haven't it's seen shaped that like the Millennium Falcon. I think so. I want to say I could be wrong. I might be wrong. <laughs> I want to say you could be wrong too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't want him Millennium. to be wrong though. While he's looking for that, uh, there's a Castaway Wave, which is another of the drinks available to all the all the uh, booze spots on Castaway Key <clears throat> in the Bahamas. And it is one ounce <gasps> of coconut rum, half an ounce of apple pucker. I need that. Sorry, carry on, Jeff. <laughs> Dan is showing us a picture of the Millennium Falcon ice cream uh, sandwich. Ice cream sandwich. How did I miss that? Yeah, you can get so apple pucker. One ounce of coconut rum, half an ounce of apple pucker, half an ounce of Maduri melon liqueur, and one and a half ounces of pineapple juice. Ooh, that Shake sounds good. And serve over ice. Mm. That sounds really good. I always stick with the conch cooler. I've never tried that one. Conch coolers are. You know, because they're frothy and they have all that pina colada, they're a little syrupy. This one's more of a light and refreshing mm-hmm. juice-based thing. Sounds and not good. Quite as, not quite as viscous. I'm, I'm partial to beverages in the tiki category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. If it comes with an umbrella in it, I'm sure I'm going to like it. Yeah. Um, so moving away from food and drink, uh, you guys done anything uh, to the uh, – anything in your houses decor-wise or uh, – I mean, obviously, we're all surrounded by Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking particularly, actually, my wife just this morning loaded up the uh, oil diffuser to uh, inject some scent yes. into the house. Yeah. I have a few of those We've got different a, uh, Disney a, scents. I have one I bought at the Disney uh, co-op marketplace uh, there at Disney Springs, and it is uh, green clover is what it's called, but it smells exactly like Bay Lake Town. Yes, it's like yeah. a, nice. uh, I have it. That one is really, really clean and fresh. It's not so overwhelming. Some of those diffuser oils could be a it's little more It's called green clover yeah. and aloe. Yeah. Mm. It smells it's just like so you're walking good. into the Contemporary or Bay Lake Tower. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got several from the Main Street Candle Company that uh, we like. There's one that's the Polynesian Lobby. It's oh. the new Polynesian Lobby without the uh, old... It doesn't have the chlorine. Yeah. 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 The new Lobby. Uh, that's really nice and tropical floral. Um, I also enjoyed the, the Haunted Mansion smell, which oddly is a little bit musty smelling somehow. Hmm. But yeah. I, but it is, but, is there a Rome burning candle? There is, yeah. Yeah. It smells like smoke. Yeah, there's Rome burning yeah. and there's uh, I have a candle one. that smells like the Wilderness Lodge Lobby. 
heavy on the pine. Yeah. It's really good. Well, you guys are going to laugh, but my deodorant actually smells like the ocean smell that they pipe into like Soren and and Flight of Passage (laughs) and all that. So I just take the cap off and sit it on the counter. Smell it. Yeah. There you go. But it really does smell like that. What brand is it? It's Arm and Hammer. It's the ascent, the natural essentials. It's the clean smell. It smells oh. exactly like the Sentizer ocean smell. Interesting. Like smell it, sir. Smell it, sir. Yeah. 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 We have one that smells like the bakery smell it, sir. Smell mm. also. It's pretty good. Oh, wow. I Is that just like waffle cone yeah. sort of a smell? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I yeah, have sugar. a candle that smells like Dole Whips. Oh, yeah. I used it's to have a good. diffuser that was that. I think it was that Main Street Candle Company mm-hmm. that I got that from. Hey, have you guys ever noticed that the smell of Rome burning and 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 the other rides that use that smell is the exact same fake barbecue smell they pump out at Flame Tree? <laughs> oh, I never yeah. noticed that, but it, it really is. is. Yeah, it really I really is. would like to go back. So and when see you go by a Flame Tree, you think, "Oh, I want to," but it's that is not the actual food you're smelling. It's that stuff. That's why I always get hungry halfway through Spaceship Earth. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I had an idea for a. An at-home Savi's workshop. That's something we did a long time ago with our Star Wars obsessed kids. What is Savi's workshop? So that's where you build your own lightsaber. Mm. You make a laser sword. Now this one is not. <laughs> this one is not the high-end collectible version that you can get at Savi's, but it might help your kids get out some of their energy. So basically, you need pool noodles. Electrical tape and duct tape. So also, get, you kidnap someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If you've got a house full not of kids, you probably that. have those anyway. <laughs> if the tape's not already around their wrists and mouth. <laughs> so you just take the pool noodles and cut them in half. And then you use the electrical tape and the duct tape to wrap around the end of it to make a hilt. And then you give them to the kids and send them outside to beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> And I can attest that the kids. They love love it. it. My kids are are teenagers now. And every once in a while, they still get out the foam lightsabers and go outside. Do they make new ones or do they still have them? These are all the ones we made for this birthday party, I think, when Aiden was turning eight or nine. So we've had them for years. Yeah, They're not hitting each other. It might even be longer than that. Because (laughs) I think you guys had them when I first met Kendra. And that was. Eight years ago. Yeah. So. And we, that, I think uh, that was the year we yeah. did that, that party. Yeah. We still have them. And we were recently Boy. cleaning out the garage and found the ones that we had left. And we set them aside for Wyatt and Presley and Alex. I'm sure so online. When you Sophia could... is big enough to grasp a lightsaber <laughs> and hit her brothers with it. <laughs> I'm sure online you could find the soundtrack where they give the speech uh, when they, when you make your lightsaber and the power oh, behind yeah. it and all that. You could play that while you're. You know, make it. Well, Although if you tape it a full yeah. noodle to hit your brother. But if you've, yeah. if you've not done Savi's workshop and you plan to do it in the future, that's a big spoiler. So that is a spoiler. Don't look yes. that up. It's got something really cool oh, in it. Oh, yeah, you, good point. If you don't want to be spoiled. So. Yeah. And I don't. No. <laughs> no. Let me tell you how it ends, Dan. <laughs> All of a sudden, Luke Skywalker shoots up from the floor. It ends yeah. with you getting a lightsaber that you spent $200 on. Yeah. yeah. It ends with a Capital One bill. And you yes. Know, it ends with me putting it right next to my feelings. desk so I can justify Oh, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> to look at. I use it every day. It's I an do. office tool. It's right here. Oh. Some people are going crazy with the... Um, 
Disney rides and experience at home, there's a lot of cool ride-throughs. We have a lot of them on the Theme Park Professor site. You can do ride-throughs, or Jess has done some uh, streetmosphere performance uh, recordings yeah. and all. You can watch some of that to get a flavor for it. But some people are making their own and just like fully can i saw a great one yesterday where people uh, a family had done <laughs> the was pirates, like the pirates? Of the caribbean right <laughs> yeah. through, and that, like this is a family that's really into I, they had probably been on a disney cruise yeah. but they all had pirate costumes yeah. and they, and they sent the, the kids the, the down kids were on in a, a sled, sled right yeah yeah it looked like some kind of toboggan sled they sent them down the the stairs. stairs on it, which they did. I don't know if I recommend that, but it's a good yeah. video. To watch. I love the part where the like I th- it might be the mom is behind the baby she's gate the and there's gate. a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's holding her keys. And she's doing the- get- <laughs> yeah. They did such a good job with that that I was able to tell that it was the Disneyland version because right at the beginning they passed like some one of the family members is sitting in a yeah. rocking chair yes. and I was like, yes, oh, that's the not Disney yeah. World. This is a yeah. Disneyland family. Cool. Although that's right. when they pass the pirate who's dangling his foot over the edge, yeah. that foot is not dirty enough. Yeah, that's no, what I, I thought. I'm I like, rub some coffee grounds thing. on that. Like, exactly. Yeah. It needed to be much filthier. There needs to be someone in there with a, here, Kennedy, Kennedy, yeah. Kennedy. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> He's my favorite. <laughs> the drunken guy covered with cats. Yeah. Yeah. That's how yeah, I'm going to die. I'll find y'all. the link to that uh, thing and put it on the on the Facebook page for our podcast. It's that a good one great. to watch. I've yeah. been trying to think if there was an easy something I could make Wyatt do and torture him. So I think I'll just strap him to a chair and throw a bucket of water in his face and call it Splash Mountain. <laughs> yes, do that. There is the one that the family did that. They like sitting outside on a log with ponchos. On. Yeah. <laughs> oh, has someone done that? I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah of, of course. course. Well, something that uh, parents can do if they've got smaller kids that's on a sort of smaller scale is something that my son and I have been doing for years, which is to take his toys, mainly Legos, and recreate. Throw them away. Yes. Just (laughs) make him watch me throw them in the street. Um, (laughs) And be like, just kidding. It's fun for me, not him. Who cares? Um, But uh, we, we like to recreate rides and sometimes even full parks with his toys. Um, so yeah, yeah, you can, you can get real creative and it's, Mm -hmm. it's really awesome to let the kids sort of decide it. It usually ends up with Funko Pops being the characters because seem to make more sense that way. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's even Lego roller coaster pieces out there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can make actual roller coasters. My Um, kids are back into Minecraft and there is a Minecraft world that someone built. That's that's what I was going to say. Park. Yeah, yeah, the one one recre- recreation. That one's yeah. pretty pretty intense. It's awesome. I love it that. cracks me up that my sixteen year old is spending every day on uh, online playing Minecraft with his friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wyatt played that for years and years, and then it was uncool. And yes. now he's eighteen. He's a senior in high school, and they all play it quote ironically. Yes, this like, is what I have okay. been I have been told as well. <laughs> sure, yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You just always loved it, and you still do. Yeah, just like I ironically. <laughs> They still have all my my little pony dolls. <laughs> <laughs> and ironically went we to that brony like convention business? last week. That's right. <laughs> Dan, you've got a Disneyland game, don't you? Oh yeah, uh Disneyland on uh we have it for the Xbox uh with the Connect and it's really cool because uh you walk through Disneyland and it's I mean it's laid out mm-hmm. accurate to the park and yeah. it's, each of the lands has like the main the main attraction for the land has a set of mini games for it. So like the 
you can go into the Matterhorn and you're skiing down the Matterhorn with Goofy trying to evade yetis that are throwing snowballs at you <laughs> and stuff. But, but just walking through the park is really cool because it is, it is the map properly. And there's all these side quests where you have to hunt down the different characters that are meeting in the parks and mm-hmm. get their autographs, take your picture with them and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, that's a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, that game came out a while ago, but it's, we still play it. It's yeah. still a lot of fun. Yeah, if nothing yeah, else, like if you, even if you don't want to play the mini games, it's good to just be able to walk around. It actually is very similar to that thing we did at the Imagineering in the bowler hat room where you you oh, can. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, kind of the same graphic true. setup as that walkthrough where they tested <laughs> the uh, sight lines and everything for the actual Disneyland parks. Yeah, yeah, I was really, I was really impressed with how accurate the. Mm-hmm. So I guess it doesn't. There's been some changes recently that wouldn't be reflected because that's probably true. At least three or four years old. Yeah, so no, yeah, no Star Wars Town USA. Yeah. Right. No, we need to have some downloadable to, content. Yeah. Now would be <laughs> no. a great time to pull out your old Disney Infinity game and oh, and I still have it all. Play that. Yeah, yeah, we have all of ours. We too. still have it all too. Yeah, yeah. Ours are decorating the crown molding in our living room yes yeah oh. along with and the skylanders <laughs> feature you can create a, you can actually like put cinderella castle in there you can, mm-hmm. you can do a lot of park stuff in that game so. you could use a yes. magic band from well it wasn't exactly a magic band it was if you had a uh the band that they used in the kids clubs on disney cruise line if you had one of those it would, dragon it would unlock the dragon yeah yeah, yeah. i forgot about that cool Okay, I know what I'm going to do later today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ironically played. Ironically played. Yes, I'll play it ironically. <laughs> well, speaking of which, if you about the Savi's workshop at home, if anybody out there has Jedi Fallen Order, mm, the video we game, do. yes, you, I've been playing that, and you can actually track down pieces of Savi's workshop lightsaber pieces to then create. Oh, I got the same tell lightsaber. It's hard because you know you've got to track those down throughout the sure. game, but they're they're in. Wait, is that the newest uh, yeah. Star Wars mm-hmm. game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Wyatt just downloaded that. That's a lot of fun. I love that's that a good one. No, we like we like to play Disney um, Trivial Pursuit. Ooh. it's an older game, but it's got lots of great Disney trivia in it. Some of it's super obscure, and and we do terrible <laughs> at those parts, but it's a lot of fun. I'm, it's the nature of I'm surprisingly yeah. bad. I'm pretty good at general trivia, but I'm surprisingly bad at Disney trivia. Considering I love I've been Disney such trivia. a fan my whole life. I just, <laughs> I don't know why. It's my favorite thing to do on longer Disney cruises Cruise. on sea day. Yeah, I go to. Yeah, every I go do it every time, but Disney I totally trivia. suck. I like to sit by Heather because she knows the answers. <laughs> I have won a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, the only a thing I get beautiful keychain. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Jess is in there wrestling kids to the ground over who got the right answer. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, the only thing I get competitive about is trivia, yeah. pop culture trivia. Yeah. Uh, but then I said, the, the, the turn it around, I sit next to Jeff in all the music trivia sessions right. on Disney Cruise Line because he he's kills yeah, I that. Can nail those. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every era. <laughs> mm hmm. Especially boy uh, bands, though. That's yeah. a speciality. <laughs> boy bands from the Victorian era. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh. Back when all you were your, a kid. All your loot favorites. <laughs> My favorite band was What Are Directions? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, maybe you guys played uh, Disney Villainous. 
the board oh, game. Oh, we do. Yeah, we have Villainous and the expansion pack. Yeah, I was, was going to say, say we have the expansion pack. That looks pack. cool. I, I bought that for the straight family. Yes, and it's it really fun. Yeah, I've never played it. Yeah, I don't it is. really and do those kinds of games. Yeah, you play at each each person, each player chooses a villain that they portray in the game, and then you your like special, a role playing game. Not exactly. It no. is a board game, but it's uh, there are cards, and your villain has specific powers, and the idea is to. Uh, the, whichever villain can get to the end and play all of their specific powers without you're kind of trying to get the other person. You're trying to trying to block their powers and whoever can finish their, you know, villainous agenda first is the winner. Yeah. Each, I'm each out. villain has a different <laughs> objective. Each villain has a different objective, yeah. like what they were trying to do in the movie. So if you're Jafar first, you have to uh, unlock the cave of wonders and get the lamp yeah. and then take the lamp to the palace mm-hmm. while the other villains are trying to maybe if they're maleficent uh, you're trying to curse people yeah, yeah. stuff like that uh, and then the cool thing too is uh the we only have the, there's two expansions we have the first one that was scar on the front and it kind of adds a second layer of more strategic gameplay like you can be radigan and Either you win by taking over as the queen, or if oh. Basil stops mm-hmm. you, then you turn then you turn into the psycho rat that he turns into at the end, and then you just have to kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so it's it, it's a lot of fun Family if you're fun. into kind of yes, yeah. If you're into kind of advanced nerdy board games like that, we like that one a lot. Yeah, my my oldest loves villainous, and it's always trying to get people to play it. <laughs> I am down to play that anytime. Yeah, I'm more of a Cards Against Humanity over? guy. I love Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> they have a Cards Against Rem- Disney. Yes. Yeah, remember the giant uproar over that yeah. one? Man, people were mad. Yeah. That's right up my alley. I wasn't. I don't know, how do they get away with that? Uh, I don't know, because you can Disney buy it on probably, Amazon still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still out there. It seems to Disney be a legit probably just dis- They probably just decided it wasn't worth going after them because... Yeah, they make a lot of money. Yeah, and does it fall under the parody rules? Probably. Probably. Well, you'd think a lot more stuff would fall under that, but as I have uh, (laughs) discovered, they will take something away from you if if it's too parody. (laughs) Uh Any other games that you guys like to play that are Disney related? We do a lot of puzzles. I tend to pick up parks yeah. puzzles every trip i take and uh yeah so we we tend to like to do puzzles like those it takes a do while you do those in a group we put them on the we put them on the table and everybody just sort of we either do them together sometimes or people yeah. do them as they walk past like it just kind of takes a few days and everybody does it at their leisure but I yeah it's not set well like everybody this... sit around and do the puzzle you know? mm. you're gonna, <laughs> your turn to put a piece in that you better find t- where that piece goes or you're not going to bed yeah tonight. you have to kind of everybody pick a <laughs> quadrant and work on that or something yeah step on each other's toes pretty quickly isn't there a disney heads up or something Mm, yeah there's Um, a disney mm -hmm. screen or uh category on heads up yes and we also have um well what's the one where you put the headbands Disney headbands. Headbands, So it's kind of like everybody wears a headband and there's a card that you're in it and you're trying to get the person to guess who's on their card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have that one. That's a fun one. And then there's there's one. There's Monopoly 
for every facet of Disney. There's yeah. Disney Life, Disney Clue. There's, oh, there's a haunted, haunted mansion. Man, clue. Haunted mansion game of life. Yeah. Haunted mansion game of life. Also, oh, haunted mansion game of life and one. Tower of Terror game of Clue. Oh, okay. Yeah, that just came out this past year, and we up. have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Heather, you got for the kids a couple of years ago. I forget what it's called, but it's kind of like a Where's Waldo board yeah. game. It's this big, long board that kind of has art that's inspired by the theme parks and it's covered with Disney characters and items from the different movies. And you set a timer and then the kids pull, you pull cards out that tell you to look for this specific thing. And uh, like find dogs and then you put down a little mickey mouse head marker mm, everyone you find, you find yeah the that and one's cute finds the most items it's it a lot of fun like even the adults enjoyed what age group one. would you say is good for the villainous game i think it's 10 and up yeah, oh, yeah. that's why Tweens i can't figure it out <laughs> <laughs> all those games yeah. make me feel stupid as soon as you start explaining the rules i just gloss over and hand, you're not a hand you a ball a and like, of yeah. Time, the corner, buddy. yeah i'm just gonna, yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna go mix a conk cooler and watch you guys enjoy <laughs> play with my paddle ball you can bartend <laughs> i was gonna say earlier not to sound like even older than i am but i can't see well enough to do puzzles <laughs> i just i just stand on the porch and yell at the kids (laughs) no dad it doesn't fit there don't force it yeah Yeah, if it don't fit don't force it all right well uh one last thing i wanted to talk about before we go is um we got some help from some of our key to the world travel travel advisors uh we asked them to share some ideas that they had for how you can uh some stuff that they've been doing at home to bring the Disney parks magic home with them. So we wanted to share that with you. Let me find it because it disappeared. There it is. All right. So here's, uh, here's some of our, some of our vacation planners. Hi everyone. My name is Lisa Bohannon. I'm from Morris, Alabama, near Birmingham for those of you who don't know. And some of the ways that we like to keep the Disney magic alive when we're at home Our favorite way is to listen to Disney music. We either listen to classic Disney songs or we listen to Disney Parks background music on YouTube or Apple Music. Just go in and search for um, Disney BGMs or BGM loops, and you can find all the loops that you could possibly want to listen to, and it helps uh, keep you immersed in the parks and help you feel like you're at the parks. Um, We also like to drink out of our Disney mugs whenever we have a chance. And, of course, the best way that we keep Disney Magical out is by planning our next trip to Disney World. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Hi, this is Karen Hatcher from Nashville, Tennessee. Team Daughter and I had so much fun Disney bounding as Pain and Panic from Hercules for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party two years back that we regularly discuss how we will Disney bound for our next trip. So far, we have Ups, Kevin, and Russell for Animal Kingdom and two different versions of Sword in the Stone's Mad Madam Mim for our next Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It's so much fun to dress up on our trip. Hi there, this is Tracy Hunt up in northern Michigan, and I just wanted to share something that we just did last night to keep the Disney magic alive while we were not able to be in the park. So we have a Disney Monopoly game with the big pop-up castle in the center, and all of the properties are actually rides from the park. So as we played last night and landed on the different spaces, the kids shared funny stories about 
something that happened on that ride or why they love that ride. Good and idea. In the background, we had um, the parade music and the fireworks music streaming. So that was a fun way to kind of keep our spirits up. And I'm sure we'll be doing that again soon. Hi, my name is Jennifer Brown from Grants Pass, Oregon. Our family loves to keep the Disney magic alive at home by regularly hosting themed movie nights. We'll pick a movie and have dinner right in line with the theme. You can make it as simple as Lady and the Tramp with spaghetti and meatballs, <laughs> or use your imagination, such as Peter Pan paired with Captain Cook's cod, Wendy Darling's potato croquettes, Kenny's oh. green beans, Pan's punch, and Tinkerbell's pixie dusted donuts. Have fun. Hi, this is Katie Garman. I'm in Simpsonville, South Carolina, and we enjoy watching Happily Ever After, Fantastic, and Rivers of Light on the Disney Now app. Hi, this is Sarah White calling from Bloomington, Indiana, and the way I've been keeping the Disney magic alive, well, for the kiddos, of course, Disney Plus movies. Uh, I've been printing off some Disney coloring sheets for the kids to color, and we talk about our favorite characters. For the adults, we've been recreating some of our favorite Disney cocktails. It's been pretty good. Um, and I also, I like history, so I've been watching some Disney history on YouTube, too. So there are a lot of great videos out there. Hang in there, everybody. It'll be fine. <laughs> my name is Leah. I'm from Blacksburg, Virginia, and my family has been making Mickey waffles with our waffle iron and Mickey-shaped uh, brownies to oh. go with ice cream. And we're also tomorrow planning on making some Dole Whip from home with our ice cream maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also bought this really fun new game that's called the Color Brain that we got and so we're excited to play that this weekend too. Those are That's great ideas. ideas. Where do you get? Is this? Is it like a Mickey shaped ring you put your press your brownie mix into? What's happening? I want that. They do make oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. I have some Mickey shaped cookie cutters. So do I. Oh, so do we. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I have a, I have a, yeah, pancake ring, silicone. Oh yeah, that that would work too. Huh. I think yeah, I could make a pan idea. of brownies and cut it out with the cookie cutter. That would work. And then you just eat all the pieces that didn't fit. That's, that's yeah, because yeah. the, mon- the monopoly while you reminisce is a really good idea to mm-hmm. yeah different things. Most importantly, though, who, which character each of you guys got Disney bound as in the next week? <laughs> mm. Well, I realized that Barley from Onward actually dresses exactly like I did in high school. So yeah. I mean, like yeah. exactly like I did in high school. Yeah. So all I have to do is just pull out my old jean jacket vest and. Cargo yeah. shorts. There He's already go. got the pointy ears. It's perfect. You got the yeah, blue onward skin. Is, onward is great <laughs> that that's out now. You can stream it. Yes. Sarah so reminded that they... me that I want to go back and rewatch all of the Imagineering story from beginning yeah. to end on Disney Plus. And the Mandalorian, just because I love. I've it. watched the Imagineering <laughs> epi- certain episodes. I've watched three or four times already. They're just so so good and so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good some other good videos like that on YouTube. Um, well, first, all of like the original Disneyland TV series, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because Walt was doing that to advertise what he was doing in the parks as Isn't they were building. Genius! So, <laughs> yeah. They paid him to advertise his upcoming project. When people say Walt would be rolling in his grave about how they're grabbing for money, no, he wouldn't. He's no. clapping. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you get some really doing. cool behind the scenes stuff at the model shop and everything. And then there's also some videos by this guy. If you search for Martin's videos, ultimate tributes, he was gone through and collected all of the old footage and shots of uh, like he goes and gets 
construction documents and cast member manuals and stuff. And he's put together these, it's like hour, two hour long videos where he really goes down the rabbit hole on the construction of just about every ride and land in the park. Cool. Um, So those are really great. I like watching those. There's also a good channel called like me. (laughs) There's also a good channel on YouTube called defunct land. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's just in-depth videos about rides that don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. That one's good. Yeah, those are good too. Great ideas. Yeah. Uh, so if uh, if you are uh, got the itch to plan some Disney trips or trips to just about anywhere and you heard uh, from one of our agents that lives near you and uh, you want to contact them, you can look them up on Facebook and... Uh, and or on keytotheworldtravel.com. Or on keytotheworldtravel.com. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Head to keytotheworldtravel.com and search for... Uh, any of those agents or any agent that's near you where you live and we'll help you out with planning. Uh, we're going to share links to all those ideas plus some more that as we come up with them on our page, uh, help keep you occupied while, uh, while we're all doing our part to not be infected. And, um, Hashtag social distancing. Yes. And one, Hashtag. one great way to bring a little Disney and universal into your home life in the next couple of weeks is to call your travel planner and get started on looking at future travel. That's right. Visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com where park loads of travel planners are waiting to, uh, help you plan your next magical vacation once we're all set free from our cages <laughs> in our houses. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think uh, my other thing I'm going to ask you guys to do this week is pick one friend that uh, you think would enjoy our particular brand of weirdness and Disney fun and tell them all about our show and hopefully they come along next week. And um, uh, yeah, that's it. Until then, uh, let's we'll see we'll see you real soon. And now you uh, can't flows. go to Flows. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quarantine at Flows. <laughs> <laughs> To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the world travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.